Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 6,000 products, so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to Lingerie Lowdown. With me, Stephanie Bonham-Carter, you are listening to Confessions of a Lingerie Addict. Now, today I don't have anything to confess. I haven't been buying any more lingerie. I'm trying to curb the habit, which I think I've probably said before. Um, And then uh, in my last podcast, I confessed I'd bought the most expensive lingerie of my life. Yes, that happened. Anyway, so today I thought I would talk about Um, A couple of questions that I had come in from some people um, or just more topics to chat about. The first one is pubes and general body hair. Uh, If you've watched any of my reviews or um, any of my other content, especially newer um, rather than older, you'll know that I have um, fully grown out my body hair. Um, I've done this because it is painful um, and uncomfortable for me to shave, wax, epilate um, and generally fight my body. Um, That was the sound of the cat lobbing itself up the stairs at high speed. Um, And why... Why should I uh, put myself in discomfort to look smooth for a day and then prickly for every day after until I rinse and repeat and do it again? Um, where, whereas I could just stay uh, fluffy and soft all of the time. Um, it was very liberating for me to decide to do this uh, as it was like shaking off the shackles of expectation of society of what I should look like and as a glamour model um, and as someone that is puts themselves forward as a um, object of people's fantasies and um, to be looked at a lot uh, and is very feminine presenting to go against expectations like that um it's very scary and liberating at the same time and um I'm glad that I haven't had too many people tell me I'm disgusting um I've tried not to push it in people's faces I've tried to just um just be me and just exist in the state that I'm in um I think for the last two years I've been doing this um and a couple months ago, um, or up until a couple months ago, I've been bleaching all of my body hair to hide it 
So instead of shaving it off and having that constant battle of itchy prickly um, and itchy prickle, itchy prickle, itchy prickle, which is just horrible and me wanting to literally scrape my skin off, um, I thought bleaching it um, would be a better way of making other people feel less offended by what I look like. Um, And up until then I had blonde hair so it kind of matched and it made sense for me to have um, blonde pubes, blonde leg hair and blonde armpits but now that I've gone darker um, I now feel that it's more appropriate that I have dark leg hair and dark armpits and dark pubes. Um, I do still bleach my bikini line if I'm doing reviews so that it's not too distracting um, to what I'm reviewing Um, and also social media doesn't like the look of pubes Uh, but we'll move on to that in a moment we're talking about different kinds of outfits um, and what you are and aren't allowed to sort of see or be seen or what is offensive or um, explicit because if I was to wear knickers super super tiny knickers and you couldn't see a pube that would be totally fine. But if I was to wear exactly the same super, super tiny knickers and I have a full bush underneath it, it would be counted as explicit. Now, I'm not showing any more, any less of my body, but the fact that there are there, there's hair there, uh, social media doesn't like that and it's counted as explicit. So, yes, it's been an interesting uh, experience uh, and um, the, the only problem with me now doing this is now I'm fetishised for my hair. Uh, I have had a few fans go uh, decide to drop out because they don't like the way that I look and that can hurt a little bit because I like to think I'm more personality based than looks based. Um, but I, at the end of the day I have to remember that I'm just an object to them and a fantasy and not necessarily a fully fleshed out person um, and if they don't like hair in places that aren't um above the nose then um I just have to let it go uh I do think that it's kind of slightly small-minded if it's totally okay for men to have hairy backs hairy chests hair like hair absolutely everywhere but um women have to be smooth (laughs) um and constantly fight uh what's what they're naturally supposed to look like um that's something that if you aren't keen on that that maybe you need to just have a little sit down a little think on why you think that's inappropriate for a woman to look like that this whole shaving thing actually came from a men's shaving brand and went uh during the war or this is the story that i've heard is that when all the men went to war, there weren't as many men shaving. So um, they decided to market razors towards women and say that women needed to shave their legs so that they could sell more razors because the men weren't buying them because they're off to war. And so therefore, this whole expectation um, of in society for women to have completely smooth everything has come from a marketing campaign in probably, I don't know, the 1940s. 
from a razor company and they have completely changed how women look or are expected to look. So in saying, no, I'm not going to shave, um, I've taken my power back uh, as to how I decide how I want my body to look. And of course, women can decide how they want to look. But at the same time, you have to think about, am I being socially conditioned to think a certain way? Because I'm scared that people are going to think I'm disgusting um, and I'm going to get a lot of hate if I look different to what the norm is. And you get caught in this paradox of thinking that maybe you've decided that you like yourself smooth, but is that from social conditioning, from this one marketing campaign that's gotten itself lodged in the general consciousness of um, society that women shouldn't have hairy legs and hairy armpits um, and if you have a hairy bush then you are uh, to be fetishized or if you are hairy you're to be fetishized or called disgusting one or the other you're either worshipped or um, thrown out um, it is kind of scary if I'm going swimming um, and I am going to be around other people because sometimes women can be more sort of cutting um, than maybe men. Um, but what I also have to remember is that no one's actually looking at my legs and nobody really cares. Um, and I, who is looking at everyone's groins to see if there's stragglers? Most of the time you're trying to look at everyone's faces. Um, and uh, I was influenced or um yeah I'm gonna say influence I was influenced to do it by seeing another model friend grow her um armpits out for January I think in 2020 was it 2020 or 2019 um and in me posting that I was also doing it like so she encouraged me to do it by um not personally but by her doing it she gave me the courage to do it myself and then when I posted about it I then had a bunch of my friends come forward saying oh yeah I do that as well I don't shave my armpits why would you um just you know live with it and I think there's this trend now of women not um, shaving their armpits and just getting on with it and the more people that do it the more it becomes socially accepted and I find it weird to see um, a bald armpit now it's strange um, it's also fascinating to see that uh, people's different uh, hair growth patterns some people's armpit hairs grow right up their arms and others are super super tiny and small um same with everything everyone's got different hairlines around their face but we don't sort of um think about it too much we don't sort of think about people's hairstyles um so why should we sort of overly think about people's body hair um but it's very interesting you're either put on a pedestal or it um it's like being like a celebrity where it's like oh if you do one thing you're either called ugly or beautiful depending on like the flavor of the month and what they they decide whether they like you or not um celebrities nowadays might be praised for um not removing their body hair 
But at the same time, there's going to be a gossip magazine out there that's like, oh, wow, how disgusting and unsanitary. They haven't removed their body hair. But in the same magazine, you'll have all these hairy men um, and you won't be calling them unsanitary. And if anything, boys are more smelly than women are. (laughs) But we don't expect them to remove their body hair to be sanitary. We just want them to have a shower with some soap. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 6,000 reviews available online right now. And you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code PODCAST today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. So, yes, that's been very interesting um, and mercifully not too painful for me to be shooting for only tees um, and lingerie lowdown. And I'm trying to think of some of the other websites I've worked for recently. Uh, all fetish forums, all with me being um, fluffy is how I like to describe it, rather than hairy, because hairy does sound like it's a bit gross, whereas fluffy or all natural um, sounds much more appealing. Uh, um, Like you have a hairy spider, um, whereas it's much nicer to have a fluffy armpit, because that's what it is, it's soft. Um, And I haven't had any problems with them. Um, I've made a few uh, sort of fetish videos where I've milked it, um, but not too much. Um, I know some people will make it their whole uh, look is that they are hairy. Um, As I said near the beginning, I like to try and be more about the whole of me and my personality than just what small parts of me look like. Like I've got small boobs, but I don't, I try not to go on and on and on and on about them. I can acknowledge that that's a thing. And especially when doing lingerie lowdowns, um, it is a factor um, because there are a lot of small boobed women out there and it can sometimes be a small nightmare because not everywhere does a 34A. So you have to go to a B cup, which can be baggy depending on the brand but otherwise I try and market myself as a whole um but it's nice to see this shift towards women being able to be more themselves and not have to constantly be fighting um their bodies to look a certain way um and this segues nicely into um a question that I had which was how do I keep in shape um so In this way, I don't fight my body either. Um, I don't 
diet, but I, I eat a vegan diet. Um, I try and eat healthily, uh, keep hydrated, you know, every, you know, all the same that people know, um, about on just like take, uh, do your research, take the right kind of supplements. I take, uh, like mushroom based supplements like ashwagandha and reishi mushrooms, and they help with, um, bodily and brain health and function I also take probiotics which help with your gut which is also linked to your mental health um and I also I've got a whole bunch of new ones <laughs> things like immunity like what's it called um it escapes me it otherwise known as purple cornflower I can't remember name of it it'll come to me in a moment um and I take spirulina tablets because they're full of omega-3s um and um proteins uh also other just sort of greens super superfood greens supplements I know it sounds like a lot I don't take them every single every 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 single day um but that helps towards sort of having a well-rounded balanced diet so that I can keep in the best health possible I do still eat eggs so I say that I'm a vegan but I eat farm eggs so I'm very picky about my eggs um and I have them because they're easy to um sort of fry and put on a piece of bread um for like a really nice quick uh nutritious lunch and I'll put turmeric and um garlic granules and salt and pepper and sometimes a bit of cayenne pepper um the turmeric's great for anti-inflammatory and it's activated by fats um you, there's no point in having a turmeric tablet without having fats in your diet or fats at the same time you won't be able to absorb it very much like vitamin c you have to have fats at the same time otherwise you can't absorb it um and cayenne pepper is a um hunger inhibitor um so it won't make you snack more you'll feel fuller um so and I don't have like milk chocolate if I have chocolate it's dark chocolate and I only eat a square of it I don't have snacks other than sort of like crackers and some maybe or like organic digestive biscuits in the house and that um and I very rarely have crisps um and that way I'm not tempted to snack I don't feel the need to snack uh I'm tonight I'm probably gonna have leftovers of my um bean chili that I made that's got cannellini beans and kidney beans and chickpeas and sweet corn um in it uh so that's super full of protein I'll probably have that with brown rice um and or smoked quinoa um and for someone that isn't vegan, this probably sounds awfully dry and awfully boring and just generally like, oh no, why would you torture yourself with that? But that is how I keep in shape, is the way that I eat. I also go to yoga. So um, rather than having a super duper intensive uh, workout regime where I fight my body and force it into shape, I um, I eat what I want. Uh, I'm not having to force myself to eat healthily. That's just what I want to eat. Um, and I move and stretch my body 
um, with yoga, which is a type of meditation, so therefore it also helps my mental. Um, other people might enjoy um, something more like physical. I used to love doing pole dancing, um, rather or pole fitness rather, but that causes a lot of bruises and um, is more likely to cause me injury from me getting overexcited and doing a move um multiple times and and or not moving uh warming up or i'm not strong enough for it whereas yoga is um like slow well sometimes it's really hard and it's horrid but um most of the time it's really nice and relaxing and you do really feel like you have worked out because my yoga teacher um definitely puts you through some moves which make you have to concentrate on uh, breathing to get through them <laughs> uh, I, I've just booked myself a um, a yoga retreat I'm so excited in December I don't know when this podcast is coming out I might have already been on it um, it's my first yoga retreat and I cannot wait it was very expensive um, but it's all inclusive uh, with a with catering by this local vegan restaurant that I um, I haunt on the regular. So I know the food's going to be amazing. I don't know the yoga teacher, but um, I'm sure it will be fabulous. And it's in this wonderful, um, I think it's sort of converted barns in um, near a lake. And I think it's kind of quite near the sea as well. I don't know how long it's going to take me to drive there, but I don't care. I've since I heard that yoga retreats were a thing and that my friend um, at the restaurant had been going to them um, and cooking for them, I was like, I want to get myself on a yoga retreat because that sounds incredible. Um, so, yeah, I hope that's illuminated on, on how I stay the way that I am. Um, I tend to not really change in shape at all. Uh, I'm lucky. I'm going to put that down to genetics. Not everyone is quite as lucky um but yeah good genetics and and diet and um not just pigging out on everything um and trying to do some movement I do have a pretty sedentary lifestyle I will admit which is why I try and go to yoga as many times a week as I can um, um otherwise I spend a lot of time on the sofa doing admin for my OnlyFans and or like if I'm doing lingerie lowdowns it's actually just mostly me sitting down in my bedroom with a bunch of underwear and trying it on and for this podcast I'm also sitting down I am on the floor in for a change instead of sat on the sofa so that I can be more in line with my microphone um <laughs> but um I could I did do a little bit of weights um a couple of years ago and I do put on muscle quite quickly because I used to do rowing when I was at school and um and same was when I did pole a lot as well. I don't necessarily like how I look when I'm super muscular. I think now that I'm moving away from doing some more glamour modeling um I won't mind it as much, but if you're trying to be delicate and feminine and you raise your arms above your shoulders and you just have these huge guns um it doesn't look particularly feminine especially when the rest of me like I'm not doing a sporty look um and it's trying to be soft and lingerie and pretty um to suddenly have the like it's not it's unexpected from the way that I look for me to have muscles um and um 
big biceps. <laughs> so, so that's why I've opted for yoga rather than more weight based. But I I don't mind doing weights. I quite enjoy that kind of exercise. I just don't like cardio and running particularly. Um, <laughs> I'd much prefer to be as still as possible um, or hanging off of something. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had a wonderful time um, listening to me ramble forever. Anyway, thank you for listening. I've been Stephanie Bonham Carter. You've been listening to Confessions of a Lingerie Addict on Lingerie Lowdown. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, Make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 6,000 published reviews online, we are the number one review site and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.